Good morning, everybody. I wanted to just quickly remind you, if you love B2B SaaS and you're loving all these CEOs I have on, remember, you can get all of their data in a big, beautiful spreadsheet at gitlatka.com. That's G-E-T-L-A-T-K-A.com. So I hope you're enjoying the month. I love December. I love the holidays. And here is our program for today. This is the Top Entrepreneurs Podcast, where founders share how they started their companies and got filthy rich or crash and burn. Each episode features revenue numbers, customer counts, and other insider information that creates business news headlines. We went from a couple hundred thousand dollars to 2.7 million. They had no money when they started the company. It was $160 million, which is the size of many IPOs. We're bootstrapped. We have like 22,000 customers. With over 5 million downloads in a very short amount of time, major outlets like Inc. are calling us the fastest growing business show on iTunes. I'm your host, Nathan Latka, and here's today's episode. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Ulrich Branner. He's the CEO and Chief Genie, Chief Genie at Genie Belts and part of the coolest startup team in Copenhagen. With a long commercial background and experience with various startups, he's bringing Genie Belt to a construction site near you. Ulrich, are you ready to take us to the top? I am ready. Go ahead. Nice to be here. Thank you. Thank you. So tell us about the company. What do you do and what's your revenue model? How do you make money? Well, we're a SaaS-based company, so it's the uh, it's the MRR model. We're a global company, um, and we're actually a group of people in, in, in Copenhagen, but we're 18 different nationalities. So uh, in that sense, we were a bunch of people from around the world who set out to build a great company. I think uh, everybody, when we started, uh, set out to do what everybody said couldn't be done, transform the global construction industry. So, uh, So basically, that's what we do. So it's okay. So it's a SaaS business in the construction industry. Tell me an example of how a customer is using you. Well, a customer could be a, a big professional client who builds hundreds of houses around uh, either a country or, or different parts of the world, and they use our software to both connect the construction site to the office, but they also use what we call connecting the data to the decision makers. So they have a real time overview about what is going on on all their construction sites around the world. With what, the though, Ulrich, with what, with the with the cinder blocks at the construction site, the supply, with the time checking in and out with, of employees, with what data? Yeah, exactly. It's a good question. With with the team leads from each and every, so that'll be all the subcontractors, the contractors, the advisors, the architects, so everybody who's on site or working in the project management organization who actually have an impact about the progress of the company. So it's not the guys and girls who are hitting in the nails or doing the the, the, the painting. But it's everybody who's reporting progress, who has a problem, or who wants to communicate. So when so you say the data, the when you say they're reporting the data, this is this is a team management solution for construction companies. This is exactly a collaboration and communication platform for the construction industry to run and coordinate your construction projects. Okay, but you're not coordinating like like supply management on site. How much lumber is left? How much soil you need? This is for team members. We integrate, we integrate with it with a string of different solutions because you, want, you might want that information because it's crucial, but we'll integrate with that. We'll integrate with your document management systems and others, but, but we're that central communication and collaboration hub. For the team? Yes, for the team. Very good. Okay, and what is the average kind of business paying you per month, would you say? Uh, just around 500 euros uh, is the average globally uh, per month, uh, and that's on a, an average 26-month deal. Um, so, so that's where we're hovering. We do see that climbing up as the construction matures, 
digital solutions are coming more and more in there. And our solution is becoming more and more widespread. So, so people are, are upselling and, and adding more projects. So you said over an average contract value, you said that you think the average customer stays with you for about two years or 26 months? Yeah, exactly. That's because the construction projects are typically pretty long, right? People will sign off on, on, on a project and say, we're going to use this for the extent of the project. And we're definitely going to see that increase uh, as, as the product and, and, and the market matures. So if at 500 euros a month and 26 months, you're cranking about 13,000 euros per customer and lifetime value. But why are they? Why is that construction company churn after one project? Why don't they use you for their next project? Well, they do. Um, we haven't uh, had a monetized product in the market for more than 20 months. And we see a very, very low churn. We actually see what, what we technically call negative churn because the upsell to the How enterprise negative? model. What is it? Uh, it's uh, negative with uh, it's 149 percent in, in, in negative churn. So so it's it's solid numbers on an early product in that sense. Guys, I just bought a brand new three bedroom, three bath in Austin, Texas. I'm going to Airbnb it and make probably two or three grand a month in passive income. It's going to be an unbelievable investment. But one of the first steps is I have to like buy mattresses, right? I have to get a bed for the extra rooms. And, you know, I like a great deal and I didn't want to spend a ton of money on this. So I decided to go with Casper. They have affordable prices because they cut out the middleman and sell directly to the consumer. I mean, you guys have heard me interview these brands that are doing this direct-to-consumer model. So I also wanted to test it out. And I also like that Casper basically allows me a you know, 100 night risk-free sleep on it trial and a no hassle return if I'm not completely satisfied. In addition, they made it easy for me to purchase. They do free shipping and returns in the US and Canada. Now, when the mail guy dropped this off, I go, Mr. Mailman, are you sure? That's like a small box. How do they do that? They fit a king size in this box and I'm going, okay, this is gonna be interesting tonight. So I unpack this thing, I open it, I lay it down on my rug here on my second floor bedroom and I go, okay, I'm gonna sleep on it tonight, see how it does. This mattress gave me all the support my body could possibly need in all the right places. And I'm thinking, Lord have mercy. If a mattress can hug me like this while I sleep, I never have to date. I could just build my business, make a lot of money and never worry about relationships again. No, I'm just kidding, but this thing is a great mattress. It's designed, developed, and assembled in the U.S., which I love. I encourage you guys to go grab your own, even just to experience Casper's business model. To get started, you can really start sleeping ahead of the curve with Casper. Get $50 towards any mattress purchase by visiting casper.com forward slash top and using promo code top at checkout. Terms and conditions apply. Again, get $50 towards any mattress purchase by visiting casper.com forward slash top and using promo code top at checkout. Terms and conditions apply. So there's another way to say that. I just want to make sure I understand the number clearly. If someone starts paying you kind of $100 per month, or let's just say $10,000 per year, the next year they're going to pay you 146% more. After, after churn, right? So, after so if churn, you take the whole... Yeah. whole yeah, exactly. Spot Got on. it. So that would go to a $14,000, $600 kind of annual contract value after year one on average right now. Yeah, your, your, your numbers are pretty good. You're good with uh, math. <laughs> no, it's yeah. good. Well, hey, I want to understand the math. So so that's that is that's revenue churn. Tell me about logo retention annually. What's that at? Um, the, the logo retention in, in the high end of, of the sphere is, is actually 100% right now. We, we have churned uh, smaller customers uh, just around... I don't even have that number because we're focused on the MR churn, but but uh, I'd say 10% uh, over the last 18 months. So logo churns less than 1% per month, you'd say, for sure. 
Okay, got it. And and take me more now that we understand some of these numbers. Take me more the back to more the backstory here. What year did you found the company in? We founded it uh, four and a half years ago, so that'd be uh, thirteen, right? And and uh, who's we? Um, who we is is actually uh, five fantastic guys that were not including me at that point. Um, it was uh, the, the the start of a good story. Uh, a guy from 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 Wales, one from Spain, and and and, and one from Poland, who met two guys from Denmark. Um, and, and three of them were bringing a construction app to a venture cup. And the two Danish guys were looking for a team to build a marketplace for construction. And, 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 and their love was in the air, so to say. They hooked up uh, and then they spent uh, just about to work on, on kinds that were out there. Uh, I joined at that point. And since then, uh, we, we've actually we spent the next year testing. Then we launched our free platform, got around 10,000 users on that. We did that in the end of 2014. Um, spent a year with the free users to really understand what was driving them, went back to the product, honed on that, and that's where we are now focusing um, with the just around 25,000 users that have signed up until now. And how many of them are actual paying customers, though? Yeah, there's a hundred and... In, in, in the end of, of, of the so close to 200 paying companies, now there, there's a very big distinction between uh, how many users and how many paying entities you have, right? Because that can be everywhere from two to four hundred users. So just to be clear, across two hundred customers, how many people are using you inside of those two hundred companies? Uh, around two thousand every week, uh, distributed. Uh, so so are, are, are on the app uh, every week, uh, either adding information, pulling out reports. And you said earlier your average monthly kind of revenue was five hundred euros per per company. So I can assume you guys have passed the hundred thousand dollar mark at this point, right? Per month. Yeah, well, it's pretty pretty well played. We're 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 up there now. Yeah. Okay, going back real quick to the story you just shared with us, five founders. How the hell do you split up equity among five people? <laughs> you uh, you have the, the a cool team and everybody is still here um and, and there's six had, now right because i imagine you have equity too right yeah yeah with more more people we, we, we've just finalized around uh, internally that has allowed a lot of the existing employees actually into the the, the equity as well um because this is a long-term game to change the construction industry, and you need a, you need a great organization to do that. Yeah, no, no, so I get that. I, I get that, Ulrich. I'm sure you're you're unique, though. I mean, usually I hear two or three co-founders, and it's very easy to understand how equity is split. Six co-founders is very different and interesting. I mean, literally, how do you have the equity conversation? Well, we have. I think uh, we have something that is unique that we call the Band of Brothers. Um, which means that we're all in it uh, for the same end game, which means that 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 we split evenly, right? Yeah, but like being so, being being direct though. Look, if the more co-founders there are, the less any one co-founder can have usually, right? So if you're basically going for, I get it, you're going for the end game, you're going for a big pie, and you think having six people is going to make the pie bigger than just having one of you. I get that completely, but you're each you're each at less than you know fifteen sixteen percent equity, especially if there's an equity pool on top of the six co-founders, right? You, the, the the opportunity cost is, hey, I could go start my own startup and own hundred percent of it. Right. So like from a motivational perspective, like why did you join and how do you keep everyone motivated? Because it's the coolest team there is. I joined from from a, a, a really, really interesting opportunity I had and money was was not a problem. Um, and and what do you mean money wasn't a problem? Salary wise at, at, at that point, it was was very good for me. Uh, I was at a very, very good place. Like how, um, how much are you making per year? That's I, I, I don't think necessarily I'll go in there, but but. Enough to have a very comfortable lifestyle. More, more than one hundred fifty thousand euros per month per year. Uh, definitely, yes. Okay, got it. Um, so, so uh, a, a good place. Um, but 
uh, I, I joined for one reason at that point, and that was the team. That that was uh, to to jump into something where everybody has an, a, a drive to actually change something, and that's how we motivate. I think that has that has not been a tough challenge for us because people join on board saying, "Hey, we we can actually do something that everybody has said for 50 years can't be done. We can help transform an industry." And it's one of the biggest industries out there that still hasn't really been disrupted. So the short question to or answer to your question is, it's about the culture. It's about what, what do we set out to do, uh, a bunch of people. And then having one or two or three percent, more or less, how do you split it actually becomes secondary. Yeah, look, I, 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 I generally get what you're saying, right? Every, every entrepreneur has to be like optimistic and you definitely have that optimism, right? So, so you give up, you know, you put a bunch in savings because you had a very cushy job. You can afford to go take a risk with a great team, it sounds like, because you had such a great salary. You're now taking this risk. But in all fairness, like this is a team planning app for construction companies, right? So I understand you use words revolutionary and totally different, but there's companies like Liquid Planner that's doing, you know, 7.3 million bucks in ARR that's competing aggressively in this space going after it founded back in 2007. I mean, there's a lot of people in this space. So, I mean, it's highly competitive. No, it's not. I think that, and, and that's, that's what we've actually uh, come to realize very clearly over the last year. We are not a team planner app. We are right now going for the clients, the professional clients, which very few are. They're going for the contractors, the subcontractors, the architects, the advisors. We're going for the clients. And we are very soon actually out there in, in more than 40 countries around the world where clients are using us as their data highway. So it's not about planning the team. It's, it's the longer term, the ability to actually gather uh, a, a, a global marketplace where you get the learning of the industry in one place. Yeah, but that's all, so, those are all very high level terms. Ulrich. What do you specifically mean? If it's not team management, tracking hours and where people are like, don't use like these big, like what is it actually for that construction project management company? Reduce waste. The biggest what reason waste? for- Human time yeah, waste? Let, let, let me, you know, exactly. Human time waste and material waste based on bad communication. The construction industry has an efficiency rate of 30%. 30% of the time you'll be working, 70% of the time you won't be working. The prime reason for this is bad communication and collaboration. You're waiting. You're the wrong place at the wrong time. If you are able across the teams to put people at the right place with the right information at the right time, there are massive gains. And none of the apps out there are doing that. A lot of them are single user apps. None of them take the whole team across a string of legal entities. Remember, we have every single person there on the same platform, on a transparent project. Nobody else has that. Yeah, so Ulrich, if this is such a big opportunity and there's so much waste to be solved for, um, I mean, this, you know, it's very rare to come up with a new idea. Why isn't anyone competing? Uh, if there's, uh, you said earlier, there's no competition. Competition will come. You have fantastic companies coming out of, of, of uh, US attacking from a different area. So you have PlanCrit coming out. You have Procore, who's been there for a while, uh, also moving in into a, a space. But if you go five years back, the, the construction industry digitally with the smartphone penetration was simply not ready for something that was SaaS and app-based. The maturity, the digital maturity of the industry is the lowest in the world, except hunting, if, if you look at that as an industry. So it's about timing. And that timing is now. Yeah, but now it's highly competitive. I mean, you just you just named a bunch of the apps, the liquid planners there. Like I, I, part of what I'm trying to understand is why you feel like this is so revolutionary and so brand new. I'm trying to trying to dig in and see if there's something unique here I haven't found yet. Yeah. And, and the, the uniqueness there is that that a lot of these solve one specific 
feature. I will solve your time. I will solve your money. I'll solve your materials. I'll solve your punch list. I'll solve your documents. Nobody has yet cracked the ability to say, I will aggregate all the communication and collaboration around these things and I'll integrate. I'll integrate because remember the construction industry, every single time you build something, more than 10 legal entities come together, maybe for the first time, and they're not digitally strong. So that's why this hasn't been cracked yet. That's why we believe, and the numbers are right now substantiating it, that we have a good idea or we have a good fighting chance to do it. Many of you know, I am buying companies that I really, really like, and there's no quicker way for me to get to the bottom of what is happening on that website than using this tool called nathanlaka.com forward slash hot jar, H-O-T-J-A-R. It basically will give me a recording, okay? When anybody lands on the website, it'll give me a recording of where the viewer is scrolling and obviously does the basic stuff like heat maps too, but I learn so much about where the users are scrolling and clicking on my site using that tool. It helps me increase conversion rates, make more money and grow those businesses faster. And we'll have to see what happens with those businesses, but I'm buying them. I'm buying them very quick and I'm using nathanlaka.com forward slash hot jar for all of my website analytics. You can too. I work with them. It's totally free. You can go to nathanlatka.com forward slash hot jar. No credit card required. Again, use it as much as you want. nathanlatka.com forward slash hot jar. I'll see you there. Okay, let's move on. Um, what's your team size to date? How many folks? We're 43 people in uh, three different countries. And bootstrapped or have you raised capital? We raised capital. How definitely. much? And just on under 4 million euros. Okay, 4 million euros. And what, what's the funding? Le- when was that last round? Uh, that was a year ago where we did the first external funding. Until then, it had been uh, internal within the, the uh, existing uh, founder team. And was so it, that was it easy for out. you guys? Or like, what's the funding situation like right now in Europe, would you say? The funding situation, especially in Scandinavia, is becoming very, very, very positive. And combined with, with the construction industry, uh, is, is really booming. So a lot of VCs, a lot of uh, companies out there are actually looking to the construction industry, the contact industry, and simply seeing what's happening. So many players are coming out. Nothing has been decided yet. So it's good is the short word. It, it, it's the right environment. What are you paying right now to acquire one of these uh, companies? Mm, we are paying in, in excess. So we have a return of investment between seven and eight months. Okay, so your payback period is between seven and eight months at, at a $500 euro price point. It's costing about 4,500 euros to acquire a customer on average. Yes. And and what is the, how do you think about those kinds of ratios right now? Do you care about LTV to CAC or do you just care about payback period? What are you focused on? We're, we're, we're focused on these core measurements. Like, of course, we care about the LTV, but we, but we can see that in right now, yes. The biggest thing that we're looking at is how can we actually start building, which we have proven that we have a, a machine that will onboard clients around the world. So, so right now we're focusing on the onboarding and the engagement um, because the other numbers are very, very solid and we haven't really done anything uh, towards them yet. What's a unique thing you've done to acquire customers? Like, give me a weird story, a weird tactic. So that one had to come just out of the blue. Oh yeah, we, we, uh, when we launched our product, we went on, on what is called, there was a huge fair called the Building Green. Uh, and we got in on the last day and we got a good stand and we said, we, we don't have stands, we don't have branding, we don't have everything. So we uh, we brought 400 uh, wild boar sausages and some huge crates of beer. And then we put up a desk and then we just said, okay, come here, have a, have a hot sausage and a cold beer in the middle of this fair. 
and people were just attracted to this good smell and people drinking beer. And we actually had a massively good fair because everybody came over and relaxed. And then they were like, oh, so what are you here for? We are actually a company. Oh, what do you do? So that was a unique opportunity. <laughs> I love it. Um, is the building green? Is this like a, we should think this like a conference for construction companies or something? Yes, there, there, was, there was a huge, it, it's a huge contract for, for, for environmentally strong solutions that help, uh, that of course help the, 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 the sustainability of the solutions. And we were there because, well, we reduce waste. And, and they said, well, let's bring you in here. You're, you're, you're an odd winner. They I didn't expect that. us to be serving... Uh, 400 hot sausages, sausages and beer. beer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, uh, fast forward to the end of the year here. It's at the end of 2017. What's your guys' goal in terms of what ARR run rate do you want to hit by the end of this year? You're around 100 grand right now. Yeah, I think we, 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 we are at a good growth and good face. So, so we haven't put a target there. We, we as, as you mentioned, but what's good uh, growth? passing the million. Good growth, uh, growth is, is uh, somewhere between 12 and 15% a month, right? Um, that, that's good growth. Okay. So, um, I mean, do you think you'll break so, 140 in MRR by the end of, you know, December 2017? I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't even go out there right now. Why not? Uh, Why not? That's like only four months away. Yeah, you have to have goals for three, four months away. Yeah, I, I, I might have goals, but, but, but then again, somebody is, is, is going to come back and say, oh, what were you expecting? We, we're, we're past what we expected to hit this year. This is good. What were you expecting um, to hit this year? We were expecting to hit uh, just around, I think, uh, 70, 72,000 uh, euros. So, so, so that one is, is, is killed already. And, right? and how did that expectation get set? Was it based off a number from last year and a percentage growth no, rate? No, it was, it was actually based off uh, very, early, uh, very early in the monetizing product. Uh, we'd just gotten the money, um, came to November, December, had to sit down, do the budget, started calculating out of the SaaS models. But we didn't have a sales organization. We didn't have a marketing organization. So we sat down and we did a stretch target and said, okay, if we grow this much, where will we be? And, and it turned and it out that, that uh, we, we five, 75,000 euros is that stretch target. Yeah. What, give us a sense of growth rate. So take us back to December of last year. What were you at then? So December 16? Yeah. Um, I can say it. December 17 will be there. So December 16, we were at, uh, 10, I think. Oh, t- oh, wow. So you guys have almost seven X year over year. Yeah, it will be there. Yeah. yeah that, that's, that's really great growth. Yeah. Um, very cool. All right. Let's wrap up here. I'll work with the famous five. Number one, yeah. what's, what, <laughs> these are the easy ones. What's your favorite business book? Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you hit me on that one. And I don't really read business books. If I have to point to a book, it's actually Sun Tzu's The Art of War, which I've read a few times and, and which has interesting things in it. So I'll, I'll grab that one. That's a good one. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Nope, there's not. Number three, is besides your own, is there a favorite online tool you have? Uh, Slack. Slack. It's been, Slack is, is massively good for us. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Mm, uh, seven and a half, eight. Okay, and what's your situation? Married, single, do you have kids? I am married. I have uh, two great kids, 17 and, and 12, and, and we all four live here in, in Copenhagen. I love that. And how old are you? Uh, I'm 45. 45. 40 is- Turning 46. Very good. Okay, well, happy early birthday to you. Last question. Take us back Thank you. Take us back 25 years. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? I saw that one. I have no idea. Uh, I have to say, I think people have to learn themselves. So if I did come back to my 20-year-old self, I would be so stubborn that no matter what I said, I'd want to learn myself. So, be so less, I, I, I don't have it. What, would you, what are you telling your 17-year-old uh, son or daughter right now? I'm telling them to, uh, to explore. So my 17-year-old son uh, is, is, is stepping out there and, and I'm telling him to, to, to trust him himself, but, but, but explore. I'm not 
necessarily saying this is my experience and, and, and go do that again. There you guys have it. Trust yourself, explore, maybe be a little less stubborn, but not too not stubborn, right? Stick to your guns a bit. Here we've got Ulrich uh, again with a genie belt playing around the team management space and really integrating many different factors in the construction industry. The company was founded with five co-founders back in 2013. Ulrich then joined. They got 10,000 free users when they launched today. They're serving many more than that. 200 businesses are paying customers, paying on average 500 euros per month. They're in the 100,000 euro per month range in revenue growing from in 2016 December about 10,000 euros per month so really healthy growth 4500 bucks uh, 4500 euros to acquire a customer over 13,000 euro uh, lifetime value 7 to 8 month payback period with a team of 43 over there in Scandinavia Copenhagen and other parts of Europe Oric thank you for taking us to the top you're almost welcome thank you for today